that's fine to do because the inspector doesn't know your home like you do as a seller. And they're doing the best in a matter of a three to four hour window that they can to educate their buyers on the house. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Colleen, on today's show, I wanted to take a couple of minutes to talk about sellers specifically and how they can prepare for home inspections because it's obviously a really important part of the process when it comes to selling your home. You want the home inspection to go smoothly. And so I've assembled a couple of steps, and I'm wondering if uh, you would include these on your list of important steps and maybe any others you want to add to this list as well that sellers can take to prepare for that part of the process. Oh, I love this topic. This is a great okay. one. Seriously, Good. We have so many sellers that are they get so nervous before the home inspection and Really, it takes a lot of, we have to explain, a lot of explaining on how it works and what to expect to set it up for success. So bring it. What are your questions? I remember going through it as a buyer first on the buy side. Mm -hmm. Totally different experience being on the seller side. Yeah, it's not so much fun on the seller side. (laughs) Not not as much fun. No. It's not a whole lot of fun on the buyer side other than the fact that like the thing that was fun about it on the buyer side was you were just getting this like, you are getting to spend time with your new home. Yeah, it's a playbook. Like you're learning yeah. what to do and and how things work. And now, and if that what list starts know. to pile up, then it starts not being fun. But right. But you. But like that's the first time because when you when you're touring the homes, usually it's it feels a little rushed, you know, because you know you're putting the people out. You know, you're, you're probably looking at lots of homes. You might be tearing through the home inspection when you get to that part. You really, you know, because you're on the inspector's time. So they're doing their thing and you can kind of, you know, you still want to look at stuff too, but you really get time to just spend with the property, which is yeah, kind of nice. you do. And like I tell my buyers, um, take this opportunity to learn about maintenance of your home because that's really what the inspector can help teach you is, okay, here's how the gutter system works and here's what you need to do or here's what you need to know about this furnace and so most likely your water tank might be needing a replacement within a few years those things so you're just it's it's definitely learning the maintenance of your home and how to take care of it in the future so definitely beneficial for the buyers all right so first tip on the list although you sort of already jumped into a couple of great (laughs) tidbits there so that's fantastic Colleen (laughs) but first item on the list uh, make some space Uh, if you're the seller keep in mind this for the seller now yeah make some space for the inspector to get in there, right? Yes, so uh, make sure, I always say make sure your crawl space is accessible. So if it's in a closet and there's a bunch of stuff in the closet, move that stuff because you don't want the inspector moving it. Like it's just much nicer for you to move it so that they can actually get into the crawl space, do their job. Same with the attic space. If there's a lot of stuff in the attic, make sure that the inspector, he's going to go up there, can move around as easy as possible and see the vents and and see the different things he needs to see up there. If you've got stuff in front of your electric panel box, um, you know, create the space so that the inspector can access. So I have a, I have a sad story, but it's kind of interesting story. I had an inspector down in the crawl space and there was water in the crawl space 
and it was in a closet. The seller had a bag of, of, of an afghan she was making, and it was half done. And the bag fell into the crawl space right into the dirty water and was ruined. So, Ew, yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate it wasn't intentional on anybody's part, but it did happen. So I always say try to have those crawl spaces clear so because he's going to get down there, and he's going to come up dirty. I mean, it's a crawl space. He's probably going to have dirt on his overalls. So we want to make sure that there's a nice clear space so he can he can do his job. Yep. I was I was in the crawl space last weekend. Yeah. It's, oh. <laughs> it's ne- never a fun place to be. No. Uh, I I really have to suck it up and not complain too much because my dad has crawled crawl spaces for a living for many 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 you know for his whole career uh, working in pest control. So I can't be you know sissy down there going oh there's spider webs and right <laughs> well my father-in-law was a home inspector for 30 years and my the husband won't thing. go in the crawl oh, space that's funny. no that's funny. <laughs> my mom used to say walt you're the son of a bug man you better suck it up <laughs> <laughs> i love it that's so it's awesome. uh, i'm getting a little bit more comfortable with it but I, I do not like going down underneath there uh great lesson here actually now this is when we were buyers but um there was a, a situation where a power panel was hidden behind this like big big humongous bookcase that like couldn't be easily budged out of the way mm-hmm. um in the in the garage for the like there's like the, in the detached garage and mother-in-law yeah. suite so the inspector was like look i can't i can't do anything so it's going to go uninspected you know we'd, i'd have to come back out the the sellers are going to have to move this you know so he was able to kind of say like i mean all the lights look like they're working, so you know. Yeah. I, but I, I just have to be above have board that I can't actually that. look at it. You know. Yeah, they have to look at that panel. I mean, yeah. that's part of what the buyers are paying for. They need to look for safety and um, electrical concerns in there. Yeah, I forget what we ended up doing. I think we either came back out or they at least like maybe they did a video call and he could look at it or something. I, I can't remember the the detail, but. Yeah, it was just one of, one of those kinds of issues. So, yeah, make some space. Think about that kind of stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. Think about nuances as well. Now, that seems kind of like a, a broad category here, of course, but it's to tell the inspector about nuances. So this isn't where you're trying to, like, hide things wrong with the house, Colleen. Like, you want to get mm-hmm. it out there and say, all right, so here's how this system works. Like you said, a chance to educate people on how the systems go. Yeah. Yep, you bet. So sometimes we'll have the sellers leave a little note for the inspector. And um, that's always, that's, that's fine to do because the inspector doesn't know your home like you do as a seller. And they're doing the best in a matter of a three to four hour window that they can to educate their buyers on the house. You also uh, don't so, want them to accidentally break something that, you know, should have gone untouched, you know, for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Don't uh, don't touch the red button because it makes the water shoot out of, you know, all of the faucets in the house. You know, something mm-hmm. weird like that. Let, let the inspector know. This seems like a little tiny thing, but it seems like, Colleen, an inspection list can really start to pile up. And one of the things that can make it pile up and seem worse than it really is, it's like light bulbs. Right, like it's not that big of a deal, but it oh, just like light bulbs are huge. Yeah, one more you thing to, to throw on the list, yeah. right? Because then, it, then do you want buyers thinking there's an electrical problem, or is it just the light bulb? In fact, I have an inspector that carries light bulbs on him, so that he can rule out electrical problem versus oh, interesting light bulb. But not all inspectors do that. So if you are selling your home and it's inspection time. And I say this before you go on market anyways. Make sure all your light bulbs are, are working and they match. 
you uh, you've got a lot better inspector than I had last time around. I'm actually <laughs> sitting here as we record the show today from my studio, and I'm still not sure if the light above my staircase here in the office actually works or if it's just a dead light bulb. Oh, <laughs> I still haven't still, gotten up there on a stool. You just and cha- got it's, used to it. <laughs> it's one of these weird light bulbs, so I don't have any spare. It's like a weird spotlight halogen mini lamp type thing. I, like I specifically am going to have to go to Home Depot and remember to buy that one specific light bulb to bring it in and plug it in and see if it works. And I'm likely to change out the light at some point anyway, so... I just haven't gotten to that point, but it's pretty funny that you that you mentioned that because that's exactly my situation. I'm not quite sure if we've got an electrical problem or just the light bulb even a year and a half later. <laughs> so, pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> beware the small stuff is another piece of advice we can give. And if you're just joining us, we're talking about how sellers can prepare for home inspections. You know, again, it's kind of like the light bulb thing. You're trying to head things off at the pass and keep that inspection list from getting yeah. too long. This is like some pre-stuff you can do before the inspection, yeah. I guess. Absolutely. And also, it just makes your house show better and looks like you actually care about maintaining your home, which goes a long way for an inspection. That's a great point. And so what would some of those little little details be? Make sure your shower and bathtub are caulked. Like, fix your caulk. Okay. Yeah. Clean your dryer vent. Clean your vent or change your... Make sure you have a new vent in your furnace. Is that the right word? Vent? Yeah. No, the furnace vent thing. Filter. Filter. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. I knew the word was wrong. That old furnace vent always yeah. getting in the way. Make sure your doors close and open and lock and the, the door knobs turn nice. You know, there might be some things worth a handyman coming out. If When you say nuances, you know, we kind of learn to live with them and we kind of forget about them, right? Right. But buyers yeah. may view them as a bigger deal because yeah. you, I have you a go, barn door. I'm, I'm buying a new home. I want this to be, feel new, you know? Yeah. I have a barn door on my half bath that doesn't lock and kind of, it always comes off the, the, the grid thing and doesn't really shut very well. Like it was just hung wrong and I live with it. <laughs> right. You're not going to get on, you're not going to spend a Saturday fixing that anytime no, soon. No, but I'm not going to sell my house like that. You know, right. it's going to be one of the things I fix before I sell my and, house. And you're going to say, why with? didn't I fix that right. years ago? So I could enjoy this. <laughs> so it's the little things like that. Yeah. yeah. Make sure that um, your brush is away from your siding. So if you've got bushes or um, plants up against your siding, take the trimmer and oh, cut them away. One. Mm-hmm. Uh, another tip, get mentally prepared. And this one may not seem like a big deal, but tell you what, if you haven't been through the process before, and this goes for buyers and sellers, mm-hmm. uh, really on both sides, that list of things wrong with this house that you're either selling and you're going to go, how is someone going to buy this thing now after seeing this list? Or the reverse side, the buyer's going, why are we buying this thing with all of this? You know, Inspectors are designed to find everything wrong with the house and list yes. it and put it down and itemize it. And it can be overwhelming to look at, but you have to realize that that's, it's actually pretty common and nothing to freak out over. And most things end up being relatively minor. Yeah. And I have sellers, it can feel insulting. It really can because they, they pride themselves in how they've maintained their home. And then an inspector comes in you know, with a 57-page report. The other thing that I might mention, Walter, is that sellers don't realize the buyer pays for the inspection. The buyers own the inspection. So they don't have to share it with the seller. The seller doesn't necessarily get that inspection report only if the buyer's willing to share it because they don't own it. So it's tough on sellers sometimes. It's hard to send those repair addendum requests over 
And then, you know, usually it takes a sit down meeting, you know, a good half hour. Let's go through this. Let's go through what they're asking for. Maybe get bids before we make a decision or respond to the repair requests. On another show, I want to get into, uh, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll make this a question we can pose next week on the show. I, I want to get into that part of the process, the addendums and how to ask for repairs. Yeah. And, and if it's a good idea to even do so, because are they just going to do a shoddy job to make you feel good about it and then move on? Is it almost better to do those repairs yourself and just work on getting money back versus having them do it. But we could do a whole show probably. On we could, that concept. I could do a whole class, like a series, like yeah. a six week, once a week oh class on it. <laughs> All right. Really? Uh, sounds like we've got a topic for uh, next week or a future show for sure. I think that'll be a good one to bring up. All right. Last but not least, let's close the book on this one. Um, sellers, can you prepare for home inspections? We'll give you some good advice on doing that today. Last but not least, last piece of advice. And it's an obvious one. Trust your agent, especially if that mental part really grasps you. You know, you really get overwhelmed. I know when I first bought my first home, Colleen, I've told the story on the show before, super overwhelmed. When that inspection report came through and there was a foundation crack and it felt like the end of the world because, mm-hmm. you know, I was on, on a shoestring budget and I had already put in this due diligence money and it was like, oh my God, I can't say, I can't back out now. I'll never be yeah. able to buy a home. You get these feelings that start, in, you know, you get very narrow viewed there. Trust your agent to guide you through the process. Yeah, I like that. It's an easy one. An easy <laughs> one, for sure. Uh, enough said. If you want to get in touch with Colleen, if you need some help navigating the process of buying or selling your next home, Colleen, as always, is there for you. Call or text if you have questions for her. 503-830-9467. She and her team work with folks all throughout the area, greater Salem area and beyond, Willamette Valley, Portland, Bend, the Oregon Coast, everywhere in between. Give a call or text 503-830-9467. That's 503-830-9467. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.